Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I am your host Danny, and in today's podcast I'm going to talk all about journaling, how it might benefit you, some prompts that you could start with just to get the ball rolling and just essentially everything about journaling. Before I get started, as always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Female Fitness Podcast. It genuinely means the absolute world. If you do enjoy the content on the Female Fitness Podcast, please do like, subscribe, leave a comment or a review down below. And if you could just share that you're listening on your Instagram story and tag me, I appreciate it so much. I want to reach more people so that I can help more people. So just give it a share. Give me a share that you're listening on your Instagram story and tag me um, at Danny Bosworth and the Female Fitness Podcast. So on to the topic of journaling. There are so many tools at our disposal that can help us improve our overall health and well-being and positively contribute to our personal and professional development. There are of course more intensive options such as therapy. However, therapy can be very expensive and therefore it isn't accessible for everybody. And I understand that. But there are tools that we can utilise, such as journaling and meditation maybe, that are completely free. Journaling won't be the right tool for everybody, but it can in some circumstances be life-changing and you have got absolutely nothing to lose from trying it. It's something that I have personally found so beneficial and has had a significant impact on my personal and professional life, my overall health, my ability to manage stress and manage my emotions. It's actually, it's a Sunday morning as I'm recording this and I have just journaled beforehand and it just really helps set me up for my day. I do my journaling before I touch my phone. I sit down with my coffee and as well as it being like just an all-round beneficial practice in itself, it gives me something to look forward to in a morning because I know that I enjoy my journaling. I also enjoy my oat milk coffee. So every morning I know that I'm waking up to something that I enjoy and something that is going to start my day in a really positive way. And I actually think that that's a bit of a game changer when it comes to the way that you feel towards your life, your ability to wake up in the morning and the way that you feel in a morning and the way that you feel throughout the rest of your day. So I think whether you journal or not, having something to look forward to in the morning, something that you do for yourself to set you up for a really productive day and start you off on a positive note is is so essential. So think about something that you guys can do in the morning that could be journaling, it could be something else, but try and start your day intentionally with something that sets you up in a really, really positive mindset or helps you manage the way that you feel in the morning. 
start your day intentionally rather than in a reactive state, which is, by the way, what many people do when they wake up and go on their phones first thing and open social media. You're starting your day in such a reactive state. You are not in control of what you're exposing yourself to because anything could pop up on your social media. And if that's something that triggers you or makes you feel any negative sort of way, you're starting your day in such a crappy headspace to be quite honest so try and start your day by doing something that makes you feel good and something intentional rather than something that involves being in a reactive state and like picking up your phone straight away and generally is the thing that works for me so when it comes to the benefits of journaling like journaling's spoken about a lot now on social media but not many people actually go into the potential benefits of journaling like what can it actually offer you and people don't really talk about journaling in much more depth other than saying oh do journaling because it's really good for you so what can journaling actually help you with it can help you practice gratitude and that in turn can help really change your perspective on your life and your current situation, regardless of what you're going through. Practicing gratitude on a daily basis can have a significant impact on your life. And given you don't have to journal to practice gratitude, you should ultimately get to a point where practicing gratitude is just a natural thing that happens for you on a daily basis. And you recognize the things that you're grateful for regularly. But I think for a lot of people, we're prone to focusing on the negative and therefore practicing gratitude within your journaling can really help make that more of a habitual thing for you and really, like I said, change your perspective on your your life and your current situation. Journaling can also help you establish your values. We talk about values in the fitness industry quite a lot these days, but my bet is that a lot of people who talk about values don't actually know what their values are and journaling is a great opportunity to have a think about that like what do you really value in your life and don't just identify what your values are but give examples of how you are currently acting in line with those values or if you're not examples of how you could act in line with your values tomorrow and obviously acting in line with your values can have a significant impact again on your life how fulfilled you feel how happy you feel on a daily basis if you act out of line with your your values you can find that you feel very conflicted you can almost feel like you've got a lot of negative energy built up inside of you it can mean that you're less likely to achieve your goals if they're not set in line with what you really value in life. Um, So acting in line with your values and setting your goals in line with your values is super important. And obviously we need to identify what your core values are in the first place in order to do that. So journaling can help with that. Journaling can also, like I said, help you set and achieve your goals um, because when we're more specific with what we want to achieve, our likelihood of achieving those things is going to be so much higher. 
Journaling can also help you improve your writing and your communication skills, which is massively underrated, especially if you're somebody who works with people on a daily basis in whatever capacity that might be, whether it's online or in person. If you work with people on a daily basis, it's so important that you're able to communicate effectively. And as well, if you market on social media, so you have a podcast or you just write social media posts, again, it's so important to be able to communicate effectively whether that be in written or verbally. And so journaling can really help with that. And that's something that I have actually found myself as well. Journaling can also help you manage your stress levels because anything that is causing you stress in your life, you can write about that. You can get everything off your chest. You can get everything out of your mind onto paper and not only can you write about the thing that's caused you stress and any emotions that are coming up, but you can then think, okay, how can I tackle the root cause of this? And you can have a think about that. And then it almost makes you take action towards improving your life and managing those stresses. Journaling can also help strengthen your memory and it can help you really soak up each day because you're not just letting that day pass you by you're writing about it and you're writing about what's made you feel good what hasn't made you feel good what are you grateful for what was the highlight of that day and it can you can also journal about what you did well and what you didn't do so well what behaviors could you fine-tune what maybe do you need to challenge in yourself So it can really help like strengthen your memory and also help you act in a better way moving forwards. It can help you obviously reduce your overthinking by getting your thoughts out on paper rather than just having them whirling around in your head. And if you do find you're the type of person who is prone to overthinking, especially as you're trying to get sleep and that stops you from being able to sleep, then journaling pre-bed in that circumstance can be really beneficial because when you're in the evening when you've got those thoughts going around in your head maybe it's about the day at work that you've just had you can get those thoughts out on paper rather than just being whirling around in your head as you're trying to get sleep and that can really help with your sleep quality in some circumstances and obviously the duration if you're able to get sleep earlier as a result of that. So if you're an overthinker and if that stops you going from going to sleep, then try journaling in an evening as part of your wind down routine and let me know if that helps. Journaling can also help you acknowledge your progress in whatever area of life that might be. It might not be fitness related, it could be work related, it could be in regards to personal development, There are so many ways, obviously, in which we can make progress in so many different areas of our lives, but often we don't take enough time to reflect on how far we've actually come and acknowledge our progress because we're constantly setting the next goal 
and were constantly looking forward to the future or living in the past. So it really just helps you reflect and give yourself credit, which can help massively again with your sense of self-worth, your self-confidence, your motivation, because you recognize actually your hard work is paying off. You're doing an incredible job. And if you continue the necessary action you need to take to get to your goals, it's going to continue to pay off. So journaling can help massively with your ability to acknowledge your progress, which can have a really profound impact on your ability to achieve your goals. And like I said, your your confidence, your self of, sense of self-worth and so much more. Journaling can also help you become more self-aware. And being self-aware, again, is an absolute game changer because if you know what your strengths and weaknesses are, you can play to those strengths and you can work on those weaknesses again in whatever area of life that might be. If you know how you're prone to reacting in certain situations, if you know if there's something that's happened to you in your past which sometimes makes you act a certain way if you're triggered, you can communicate that to the people who need to know. You can be aware of that. You know why that's happening and you can then potentially work to try and improve that so they are just a few benefits of journaling now rather than blanket recommending specific journal prompts to absolutely everybody and have them be very basic I personally think it's more helpful to have a think about what what you're using journaling for and use prompts if you need them that are specific to you and the reasons for your journaling. So I'm going to talk through some sort of starting prompts that you might use today or some examples. And you might start there, but then as time goes on, you might, for example, find that actually practicing gratitude just becomes naturally to you and you do it without journaling. So you don't need to use that prompt anymore. And you might find that you're going through a certain phase of life where you've got something that's really prominent and you might then sort of fine tune some of these prompts that I'm going to talk about to be more specific to that situation. So don't be afraid to obviously change these. These are just examples. I'm going to give you some food for thought for your starting point. So get out a pen and paper right now because you might want to write some of this down or get the notes in your phone up and just be prepared to take some notes so that you don't have to listen to this podcast several times. <laughs> um, I also, to be honest, think that it can be really great to allow yourself to drop the structure of using specific prompts and actually just let your writing flow once you've been journaling for a while, if it feels natural that way. And this is something that I do now. So I start off using specific journal prompts and I now literally just write whatever comes to mind and whatever I feel is relevant on that specific day. So once you've journaled for a while and you've got into the swing of it and it starts to feel a little bit more natural, don't be afraid to just let the prompts go. Um, I personally work with clients on this on an individual basis to find what works for them. And every now and again, I'll say, how how is your journaling going? Do you feel like it's actually benefiting you at the moment? And if they say no, I'll ask them what prompts they're using and 
give them some examples of of new prompts that they could use or swipe slight variations but I appreciate that it's it's hard to know where to start sometimes and I wanted to help you guys think about how you might go about journaling to help you improve your health and quality of life to begin with. So I'm going to give you some inspiration for prompts and food for thought for your journaling in this podcast. So if you don't already journal regularly and if you don't already practice gratitude, I think a great place to start is practicing gratitude for the things, the opportunities and the people that we have in our lives because a lot of people don't do this anywhere near as often as they should. So ask yourself who or what am I most grateful for today? We can be very prone to focusing on the negatives, the things that we don't have. Negative upward comparison, especially on social media. Thinking that we aren't or we don't have enough when in reality, most of us listening to this and myself are in a very privileged position in so many ways. We have a lot to be grateful for even when we're going through difficult periods in our lives, we still have a roof over our heads. We still have enough food on our plates. You know, we have a lot to be grateful for. We have people in our lives that we have to be grateful for. And this isn't to say suppress your feelings at all. I will come on to feeling your feelings shortly, but it's to say, don't forget about the things in your life and the people that you have in your life that you should be grateful for. Try to work on really appreciating these things, taking the lessons there are to be learned from the difficult times that we will have because it's the nature of life. We're gonna have challenges. We're gonna have really, really difficult times, but there are always lessons to be learned from those periods of time. And I think it's really important to focus on the opportunities that we have in front of us and to work on challenging our perspectives on certain situations rather than dwelling in negatives, whatever that might look like. So I'm going to, like I said, come on to feeling your feelings, feeling your emotions shortly. And I'm not here talking about suppressing that. But it's about not dwelling in those what we would call quote unquote negative emotions and identifying what we can do to learn from the the negative situations and what we can do to help ourselves through those periods as opposed to unnecessarily just wallowing in those feelings. So point number one, who or what am I most grateful for today? That is journal prompt example number one. I think journaling is also great for acknowledging and soaking up the joy there is to be found in each day. And this can often look like really small moments that we might think are relatively insignificant, like enjoying a really good coffee, for example, like my morning. When we think about it, we can often just let these small moments pass us by 
because we're so busy thinking about the next big event or the next big goal that we're striving for. So I think there are huge benefits to really thinking about these small moments and almost glamorizing them and really asking ourselves, okay, so what brought me joy today? And if if nothing, what am I going to do to make sure that I experience joy tomorrow? So that is example journal prompt number two. What brought me joy today? It can be as simple as having my coffee in the morning with some piano music in the background and doing my journaling. That was peaceful. It was enjoyable. It made me feel good. If the answer to that is nothing, if nothing brought you joy in that day, which I highly doubt, what are you going to do to make sure that you experience joy tomorrow? Because experiencing joy, even if it's something small on a daily basis, will have such a profound impact on your overall health, the way that you feel on a daily basis, your happiness, your productivity, your mental health. And often we we aren't as intentional as we should be with our lives. We have the power often to make sure that we are experiencing joy every day. But we have to be intentional with that. We have to be proactive about doing something that makes us feel good as opposed to just going with the flow and not being intentional about our lives and just filling our time with brain mind-numbing activities as opposed to little things that might bring us joy. Another thing I think journaling is great for is just getting stuff off of your chest and allowing yourself space and time to express and feel any emotions that are arising whether they be what might be classed as positive emotions or negative emotions. For the record, I think that all emotion is a good thing in a, in a way. Um, but anyway, I think it's a great for allowing yourself the space that you need and the time to express and feel any emotions that are arising. So let yourself write freely and let anything out that is on your mind. Any energy that's built up inside of you, just let it out. Write about anything you're feeling right now and where that might be coming from. Give yourself permission to get emotional. This is something that I personally struggled with for a really long time. I felt very numb for a long time and didn't really allow myself to feel emotion. I got to the point where I didn't really know how to. I didn't feel safe to. And... It's not a nice place to be. It's so important to allow yourself to to feel your feelings. Knowing that your emotions are valid and it's healthy to feel a full spectrum of human emotion. Without the lows, we cannot experience the highs to the extent that we potentially could. And so the, the third example, journal prompt 
that I'm going to give you are is are there any feelings or emotions coming up right now that I need to allow myself the space to feel and that's where you can really let all of those feelings and emotions out and from that we don't just want to dwell like I said earlier in those feelings or emotions especially if they're difficult feelings or emotions we don't want to dwell in them we want to let them out but we don't want to dwell in them and so we need to make sure that we're doing what we can to help ourselves through difficult periods rather than lingering in them unnecessarily and so I think it's important to think about what you could do to help yourself through difficult times, through difficult circumstances, and what you could do to potentially tackle the root cause of the emotions that are coming up. For example, if there's a difficult conversation with someone that you need to have, you might write about that. You might be building that difficult conversation up in your head to make it out to be more of an issue than it actually is. And you might feel like a huge weight has been lifted off your shoulders when you've had that difficult conversation. And these are things that you can journal about. Get out of your own head. Get a different perspective on certain situations. Another example might be, you just might need to communicate about something with someone so that they know where your head's at and they can help you. There are so many examples of this, but that is the next example journal prompt. You might think, okay, these are the feelings and emotions that are coming up right now. What is the cause of them? And what can I do to help myself through this or tackle the root cause of these feelings or emotions rather than just dwelling in them? Think about how you can help yourself. Don't wallow in self-pity. With clients, as well as fine-tuning their journal prompts to make them work for them, to make them specific to the individual, their goals and the phase of the life that they're in, because that's a very good point. You might journal in a different way through different phases of life and that's okay. It's okay to change the way that you journal in line with what you need from it. So yeah, back to the point, (laughs) bit of a tangent, Um, as well as fine-tuning clients' journal prompts. um, I also help them explore other tools that might help with their progression and their self-development, especially if they find they just don't click with journaling, which can be the case for some people. But don't just journal once and then say, oh, journaling didn't work for me. I just don't get it. You're not giving it a chance. It's going to feel uncomfortable at first. It's not going to feel natural. You're probably not going to be able to fully open up the first time you try it. Because we're not used to just letting all of our thoughts and feelings out. And it can feel very vulnerable to do so and vulnerability can be very uncomfortable but we need to lean into vulnerability it is a strength it's not a weakness and allowing yourself to be vulnerable can open you up 
to so much more love and connection and self-development as well. It is extremely powerful. It's something that Brene Brown talks about quite a lot in her books. If you haven't read them, they are fantastic and I would highly recommend. My favourite is Daring Greatly, um, but she has many more. And the most recent one I have read is Atlas of the Heart, which talks about a lot of feelings and emotions and um, identifying them. And that has actually been great in terms of being able to identify different emotions and feelings that are cropping up. So yeah, I would highly recommend her work. And she talks, like I said, a lot about vulnerability and its power and how much of a strength it is. So if you guys have not seen her work, I would highly recommend listening to podcasts that she's been on, listening to her TED Talks, reading her books, because she is fantastic. And it will help you recognise how much strength there is to be found in being vulnerable, which will help you therefore open up in your journaling and open up in your life more as well. Um, And so, again, back to the point, journaling can feel very uncomfortable at first and you might have resistance to it. So journaling for one day, two days is not really giving it a chance. What I would do, what I would personally advise is committing to journaling for a few weeks every single day and just committing to writing a couple of sentences each day don't overwhelm yourself by telling yourself you're going to spend like an hour journaling every day because it's just unrealistic as a starting point and you're going to feel resistance to it so use the the prompts that I've just given you in this podcast to begin with as a bit of direction and a bit of a starting point to encourage you to be vulnerable and encourage you to open up and then you might be able to drop the structure further down the line and like I said don't commit to journaling for like an hour a day to begin with just commit to doing five minutes in the morning or something along those lines and you'll probably find the more that you do it the more comfortable you are with it and the more naturally it flows and the more benefit you'll get from it so don't be put off if you feel resistance to it in the first week or so and if it doesn't feel natural and if it doesn't feel beneficial because it might not but the more you open up in it the more beneficial it will become so just persevere through that initial phase it's like anything when you're initially creating a habit or a new behavior it's going to feel difficult at first and it's going to require intentional conscious effort whereas further down the line it will start to feel much more habitual and much more natural and almost a part of your life if you make it a daily habit. And obviously don't worry if you miss the odd day, that's fine. You don't have to journal every single day. But I think it's a good place to start because it creates that routine and it makes it a part of your daily life. And I want to hear from you. Have you tried journaling? If so, I would love to hear about your experience with it. So drop me a direct message on Instagram at Danny Bosworth or a comment down below. Thank you so much to lis- for listening to this podcast, guys. I appreciate all of you massively in my community. And if anyone wants to buy any supplements from Full Ball Sports, you can use the code Danny10 at the checkout to save you a little bit of money. Again, it is not a commission code. I don't make money every time someone uses that. It is just basically to show them that people are actually coming through me. So yeah, if you want to use that, you are welcome to, but there is no pressure. I hope you're all having the most wonderful day. 
have a great rest of your week and I will speak to you all next week. I have a very exciting guest for next week's podcast so keep your eyes peeled for that. I can't wait to record it. I'm doing it this week and it will go up on Monday as always but yeah have a great rest of your day guys and I will see you in the next one.